When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with your LOA business coach, Cassie Parks. And I'm here with your LOA coach, Jenny Gain. I just want to inform you guys that <laughs> when Cassie and I were just chatting before we started recording, she called herself Cassandra Parks. <laughs> so feel free. <laughs> Cassandra, I don't think I used my full name. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really excited uh, today to talk to you guys about doing what feels good versus doing what we're supposed to do. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I want to add in, I didn't tell you this before, but I kind of want to add in like, if we have time, like how to look at things differently, because I think so often what I see as I grow in business is people looking at certain things, like certain tactics. And they're like, Oh, that's just like terrible. I could never, but as you grow, like sometimes you learn why people do certain things the way that they do. Mm-hmm. And I think you kind of hold yourself back when you're like, oh, that's not me. That's like not good. Or you know what I mean? I totally agree. And I am all about it just seems to be a theme right now. This idea of um, creating limits for ourselves. Yeah. Like by saying something is right or wrong, you're creating a limit like just stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop it. Just stop it. So Kaz, what are you excited about right now? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about, I have a workshop coming up this week. I'm really excited about it. Um, some of my favorite people are in it. It's always fun when you get to work with people that you've known before. Cause you know, I love like I love seeing the transformation. Yes. So just getting to do that with people that have been in your life for a while is, is fun. So I'm excited. That's so awesome. I just started, we're in week three of, uh, LA skills camp and I'm just the same thing. I love watching the transformations. I love seeing like the ahas and the understandings and then, then seeing evidence of like what they're learning in their life. It's just, it's totally I know you feel the same way, like just nourishes us and lights us up. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, oh, one other thing I'm excited about is that my uh, The Champion Mindset, my book, is now available for pre-order on Barnes & Nobles and Chapters Indigo, these kind of sites. And it's so fun to see it up Yay! there. I know. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't it so cool when you like – type it in and you're like, Oh man. Oh, and I have a new one for you to check. Um, <laughs> tell me target target.com will probably be selling your book. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I, isn't that awesome? Yeah. I, um, I was like Googling, I don't know why, what I was Googling, <laughs> but my book came up at target.com. So don't forget to look there too. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was like as cool as any of the major sites, but it was pretty awesome. It is. <laughs> and uh, if you guys haven't heard about our March contest continuing on from February, you can enter it by simply leaving a review on iTunes and then you're entered to win some Mula Mula money. 
(laughs) (laughs) So as many reviews as we get on our Manifest It Now show iTunes page, you um, are going to get that same amount of dollars in a gift card sent to you. So rally all your friends, get lots of reviews, and we can send you money. Yay. (laughs) And Cass, what do you have for our listeners? Um, I have the hottest money manifesting party on the planet, um, where you can come and learn how to manifest more money in your life, which inevitably will teach you how to manifest anything. Um, but in the process you get to learn how to attract $10,000 and it's super fun. People are always having money show up, having people, I was checking it this morning. It's like, Hey, my friend just randomly handed me some money. Like I was like, I just feel like giving it to you. <laughs> so, well, I love awesome. those stories. I know. Isn't that awesome? Yes. I, and that's the kind of thing that just starts happening in that course. So if you haven't joined the party yet, go to manifest10k.com and join. We would love to have you. Awesome. Yeah. What do you have for our listeners? uh, I have. Well, I was just going to tell a story. Um, The other day I was back in Barrie and I was walking along the sidewalk and um, I saw like a nickel on the ground. I'm like, ooh, money, like manifesting money. And then I was sitting, went to sit in a coffee shop and do some work and have a coffee. And I I sat down at my table, started working. And then I looked over to my right and there's a a quarter sitting there. And I'm like, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) and like these little things like I'm still celebrating the the little stuff that comes in and then I was leaving going back to my car to pay the meter and I'm walking along I found a quarter I'm like oh exciting another quarter I picked it up off the street and then like seriously four steps later it's like oh another one (laughs) oh I love it yeah and it just it felt so good like it was so just fun and I was like obvious as always to take that take that as evidence and then I'm just like I'm just gonna pass this abundance on I just left it on the meter because I was leaving anyways yes but it's so like I love embracing that and just like we have fun with the little stuff and the big stuff that comes in me too it's so much fun yeah so if you guys haven't already you can access my four part uh, video training series and you can access that at loaskillstraining.com and uh, you're going to get some tips and tricks to amp up your alignment and find out the number one things that I find most LOAers kind of get stuck on or mistake they have. So loaskillstraining.com. Yay. (laughs) All right. So where do you want to start with our topic today? Oh my goodness. I love this topic so much. So let's start with I'm going to ask you this question. I think I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but was there a time in your business where you felt like there were things you should be doing? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Sometimes like, yes, a lot at the beginning, but sometimes I even still fall back into this and then I'll catch myself. I'm Um, so glad you said that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a kind of, but every time that I kind of not pull myself out, but reawaken to how I want to build my business it is strengthens that. And then, so it doesn't come up as much, but yeah, I remember at the beginning, actually, to be honest, at the very beginning when I was really like, I just want to do what I love. Mm -hmm. I was way, I was almost like way too open. And then I'm like, okay, well, nothing's happening here. (laughs) So maybe I should do something and totally the wrong, not the wrong, but the not aligned approach to building a business. And that's when I started to get into what should I do? And then what happened with me was there was so many options. Mm -hmm. And so 
it, I was like, well, well, which which way am I supposed to go? Which one am I supposed to do? Which one's going to work? And all that. I love that. And I want to start, I think we should start at the beginning of that story. Okay. So it's like, I just want to do what I love. And you just like did whatever, right? Like just total. Because I knew that had to be the basis of right. where I was coming from is because that is just so important to me to live, a, to be doing what I love. Because because that's what life is for, right? To love and to live. And <laughs> yeah. 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 So doing what you, and then like, so that's where you started, but then did you, then, you know, cause I think there's this, I don't know, we think in LOA, like, it's like, if it doesn't feel good, we should abandon it sometimes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think, yeah, there's a lot of, you got to find the balance on this, I think, because do you think that there's some things that you do in your business or maybe have done that haven't felt good? Um, I mean, I know there are things I've done. So I think that the better question is like, were they successful? Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> you know, mind. yeah. And I think to some degree, like, yes, like are there moments when I'm writing my book, when it like didn't feel a hundred percent um, the writing is always fun for me. The yeah. editing, I don't, I don't so much love that process. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think, but I don't even feel like I was forcing it. It just like, it wasn't like if I had a choice to wave a magic wand and have someone else edit it, you know, like go through mm-hmm. that process and I could go do something else. Like mm-hmm. that's the choice I would pick. Um, so I think there's kind of two different things here. Like I think when I've sort of forced the things, they don't work. Yeah. Um, but I, then I, I think, but your question was more like, do we sometimes have to do things that we don't really like or don't feel good? Was that your question? Yeah. Yeah. Because when, like when people are building anything or working towards a goal using the law of attraction, it's like, well, the primary thing is it, it, it has to feel good. And then there's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. that, well, everybody's telling me I have to do this to be successful. I have to work hard. I have to put in the hours. Mm-hmm. So how do, how do you know what you should do versus what feels good to do? Speaking of starting your business. Yeah. So I think in the beginning, so obviously for me in the beginning, it was a lot of what I thought I should do yeah. and what I thought would work or like, um, and I talk about this in terms of money a lot. It's like when people like think, oh, I think if I invest in this or I think and really in business too, like that's what I did a lot. It's like, oh, I think this is a smart decision. Mm-hmm. Um, those things really didn't work as well. They didn't quite frankly, they didn't really work at all. Hardly. Um, <laughs> I feel like there was a little bit of success, but like my, most of my success came when I started like doing the things I knew. And so there are, I have done things that maybe I didn't like doing, like, you know, cause I have hired a mentor and I loved her and love like where we got to. And there were moments where, you know, I remember she wanted me to do something with manifest 10 K and I was like, I don't really like it, mm-hmm. but I did it and I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. So I didn't resist it the whole way. Like I went all into it, but then I could explain why that doesn't work for me. Right. Right. And so I'm kind of like roundabouting this question, but I think, 
Um, so there's that part. There's the part of, you know, when I started my business, I very much was just free flowy and like, I just do what I want. I wake up whenever and I go do this and I just, you know, and I, I liked that to a point. Yes. Until it, until it, didn't it feel didn't good feel anymore. Good, right? <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't the necessarily the like getting up and like working on stuff that didn't feel good. It was like not having the results that didn't feel good. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I, but I think that's part of the clarity and part of, I mean, I'm a big, like, it's all about the journey. And so mm-hmm. even though I feel like I could have got more results quicker, I like love where I am. I love my journey. And that's always been part of my scripting and, and my, the beliefs about my, how I want to create my business. Um, mm-hmm. so I know just when you were asking me about the beginning and how I, what I thought I should do, it was really, really important to me when I was getting caught up in all that. And I created mm-hmm. this statement like that says, I'm honoring my value, my values and living my truth, which is like the basis to my whole business. But that whole idea of, honoring my values is like doing what feels good to me and what is inspired to me. Mm -hmm. And then, and that was something just so centering for me. So if an idea came, if I saw somebody doing something and, and it didn't feel good, then that was, it was easy to know when, if, if I could relate it to, is that honoring my values? You know, when I, when I ask myself that question if like an idea came in and sometimes it would be, and sometimes it wouldn't be like, does it fit with what I want to like who I want to be? Mm, I love this. And I love this even more. Like, did you just do yes or no? Or did you have to like justify it to yourself? No, it was pretty much a yes or no. Cause you can, you can, I can feel it. Like, yeah. And I love that. I think this is super important because I think so often when people are starting in business or they have a business and they look at an idea, like they don't look objectively is like, is this like feel good to me? Yes or no. Do I, does that honor who I am? Yes or no. They feel like they have to justify why it doesn't. Right. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes that closes doors Yes, because it's like, I see people sometimes then really get very concrete. Like I'll never do that. Mm Mm-hmm you know, I'll never do that thing. I'll never do this. And I think a lot of times that holds it back versus like, does that honor who I am today? Like, no. Okay, cool. I love that distinction that you made because I actually had that experience where, um, I didn't like, so at the beginning there was all these things and all these marketing things people were doing. And I was so against marketing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I was resistant, completely pushing it away. And that did hold me back. So if you do say that thing of, am I honoring my values today? Because we are constantly changing beings and growing and shifting. And so honor where you're at today, but being able to, this is super important for anyone, like being able to keep an open mind and non-judgmental mind about all those ideas and all those shoulds out there is can be super powerful. Yeah. Cause we don't know, like you don't know what you're going to be feeling in a year or in two years or five years or 10 years. Like you are going to be a different person. Yes. Yeah. 
And you keep yourself from getting there by limiting when you're like, oh, I'll never do that. Yes. And that's what I've learned. I had this, that huge realization. Um, if you're on my list, you saw this, like it wasn't really realization. Cause I don't really like, um, be schools on my mind. And I always find it fascinating to watch just everything about it. Yeah. Um, cause I love Marie Forleo. I think uh, there's just a lot of things I love about her, but, um, you know, and so like watching conversations go on is very interesting because, you know, I made a decision in my business a couple weeks ago when I was at my mastermind that I'm probably just doing manifest 10 K live once a year. Mm-hmm. And that was a totally personal, this is what fits with my life. This that's is what, what I want my plan right now. Yeah. That's yeah. what honors me right now. And so, but I kind of actually look forward to this day. Like there's going to come a day five years <laughs> from now when someone's going to say something about it and be yeah. like, Oh, it's just for scarcity purposes. <laughs> it's just a marketing technique. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, because that's kind of how we shift stuff. And if I had gone in and I'm like, Oh, I'll never be somebody who does anything with scarcity. Like right. I couldn't have had the idea to have this amazing program once a year. Right. Which is what fits into my lifestyle, which is what's going to make my business flourish more. Right. And I think the key to so much of this is, well, from, from being the entrepreneur's perspective and being a client perspective is the intention you take into what you're doing. If -hmm. you guys are aligned, if you are approaching things as an entrepreneur from a heart center, that, that is going to come across, like you will attract the right people. Um, but if it is something like I do get marketing that just feels, it just doesn't resonate. But I, but I've learned to not say, oh, they're doing it wrong or, oh, they're doing it bad. It's just, that's where they are. Like that is like, there's no judgment because there's so much abundance. There's so many right paths, but the only way, you know, yours is by tapping into that intuition or that, like, what's honoring you? Who are you? What is going to honor you in this today? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And from a very high level, like marketing should turn off most people. Yes. Like that's what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. It's so much better to be, to, to get those, to be specific and get those target your people. Yeah. And, and trust that what you say is attracting your people. And it's also repelling the people who aren't your clients, which is such a good thing. Um, go ahead. Well, I'm really glad you brought up the word trust because I just think that is such an important part of the whole thing of should deciding what should I do versus what should, what feels good is you have to be able to do this. You have to trust yourself. <laughs> mm, and, I'm so glad you highlighted this because yes, yeah, keep, so important. Keep, keep going. No, you go. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, like you hit the. I just wanted to say, I'm glad you like highlighted it because that is the whole key to doing what it is in, um, in business and in marketing. And there's many times like I've had to trust who I am when people around me thought I was doing something crazy or that was possibly gonna like harm me. (laughs) Like, you know, but when I make those choices, I come from a place of trusting me and my business. And, but you have to develop that skill in order to be able to, you know, 
make those decisions and follow through with the trust. Yeah. I think one of the, the, another part of that is so many of us, and probably this is what we were doing at the beginning is we're looking for the answers outside, right? We're looking for what has Mm -hmm. everybody else done? What should I do? Which path should I follow? But your real magic and your real power comes from tuning into who you are and your own path. And so developing that belief and that trust in yourself is going to be paramount to your success. It's going to be huge. Do you want an example of where I sort of realized this the other day? Yes. Um, so there's this, um, our, there's a new kind of, a way to do books and they're really like small, very mm-hmm. small versions, very like even quicker than your eyes book. Yep. Um, but like five years ago, I wrote one of those books and I was like, this is what I want. And like, I trusted, even though it wasn't the norm and I didn't, it's not in mass publication. If you're at manifest 10 K live, you got like a older version of it. But once I realized that this, um, these even smaller books were really popular right now, like I went back and I looked at that old version of that book and it fits right in the word count of that alignment Oh, cool. or of that. Yeah. Isn't that cool? And yeah. I was like, I did know what I was doing five years ago. It was one of those moments where, because I fully trusted. Yeah. Like, cause I wrote that book, even though it wasn't the norm, it was a lot shorter, but I wanted that. Like I knew I wanted that. And so now seeing that I'm like, Oh, like you knew, like sometimes you're ahead of the curve, but you have to trust yourself to do that. Oh, that is such a good story. I, cause I have totally had those experiences where, something's happened like a long time in the past. And until you're, you know, five years later, you're there and you're realizing, oh, that is the same inspiration or feeling that I had that long time ago or whatever. Yes. That's so cool. That kind of happened with your novella too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like I trusted I had to write it and um, follow through. And it happened a lot, um, in terms of, you know, hiring my last mentor and like even writing my first book, like all of that was trust. And I knew what I was doing and I trusted that, but this is one of those places where you can trust it in the beginning and you have to hold that trust all the way through. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you know, you made the decision because you trusted you, sometimes you can't see why certain things are happening. Like I know why I did it at the time I did it. I know why certain things all fell into place. Um, same with, we've had this conversation about your book too. Like doing your book at the time that you did it was like the very best time to do it. Oh yeah. Everything was so Everything's organic. Everything's so aligned. Yeah. Yeah. But I think sometimes what happens if you don't have that trust muscle built up is like in the middle, you start questioning it. Okay. Perfect. That's a perfect segue into, I was going to ask you, how can our listeners like, learn to develop that trust muscle because we can talk about this, but I can just see people saying, okay, well, how do I know? And I've asked myself this question. Well, how do I know to, how do I know this is like the right, or how do I, how can I trust myself? How do I know it's like that intuition speaking? You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. I love this. And I'm going to start by telling. So, um, recently I've had this own, it, in a financial decision, like it doesn't, there's all kinds of reasons for me to be like, you made the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. And I just keep reminding myself cause I've practiced this and then I'll get to your question. Like you always make the right choice. Like you oh. knew a hundred percent this was it. Okay. So that's and, a story Cassie tells herself guys like that she's creating. 
just so you know. Mm-hmm. It is a storm crate. Like, yeah. and it's, and it comes from like trust, but I'm like, nope, you always make the hundred percent right decision. So even if you can't see why now, yes, like it is. And the way I could develop that is by taking those little steps where you trust yourself, where you do one thing and you trust yourself and you do another thing and you trust yourself and you really honor that and celebrate like, Hey, I made the right choice. Like I made this choice. It was right. And I think you also stay the path in the middle. So if you made a choice that you really trusted in, like honor that, like look for why that was right. And like, don't let yourself waver or talk yourself into like, Oh, that wasn't right. Like I should have thought about this. I should have done it this way because that takes you off the path of trusting yourself. Yes. Be laser focused. Don't entertain any thoughts of the other side of what you want. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. cool that you brought that up. I have, I'm playing with a financial decision right now that is exactly like I'm, my intuition is being like, yes, 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 yes. And then my little doubt is being like, oh, you shouldn't do it. Oh, maybe it won't work out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such an obvious, like, because when you have built it, you know that feeling mm-hmm. of. And it, go ahead. Well, that's it. That's it. That's, you, oh. that's what I just wanted to say. You get familiar once you, practice in those small ways and you're acknowledging those small things as, oh, this worked out. I trusted myself here and this worked out. And then Mm -hmm. you, you get used to that feeling. You do. And I think, so I'm going to put the, I haven't thought about this, but it just came to me before, but I think one of the ways that I would say to build trust is to make quick decisions Mm -hmm. and to trust them. Mm -hmm. Cause I think when you waver, when you think about things, you are, unless there's like a, like a real thing that you have to kind of process through, but most of the time, most decisions like, you know, you're in or you're out, Mm -hmm. but when we go and we think about them, we're not trusting. Okay. So I totally, can I just say something here? Yeah. That's exactly, um, when you go and think about something, you're in your mind and when Mm -hmm. you are making a decision and you have that instinct or whatever, or the quick decision, you're in your beingness and your power yes. is all in the moment and all in the beingness. And when we take time and we spend it in our mind, it's not like our mind is not real. Like you've been heard of it as like ego and stuff. Like our thoughts, um, are serve a purpose, but generally they get us very distracted. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. And so the more you can come, if you can kind of separate your mind and your beingness part of you, trust that, that, beingness, not the thoughts. Yes. And like, trust the first answer, like whether mm-hmm. it's a yes or a no, yeah. like both are equally good and you just got to trust them. But it's like when you, um, you know, you're like, well, I'm going to think about this. And like six weeks later, like you're still thinking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> what that is building is a muscle that you don't trust yourself because you're not able to make a decision. Yes. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. Um, I always like, there's this quote that says like, don't take, don't take your thoughts too seriously. Something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's what happens. And then that kind of gets us in that, that space. So I think that's a huge interest. And even if it's just, um, you can do this at a restaurant. I kind of like practicing it at a restaurant, to be honest, is like, instead of like thinking about what you want, like just opening the menu, (laughs) Seeing what you want and like trusting that's going to be good, right? That's hilarious, Cassie, and awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's so like, it's a fun, like it even got you laughing. Like it's a fun way to practice building that trust muscle. Yes. And being in the moment. I love it. Yeah. So we are just about out of time. Do you have any finalizing thoughts? So when we're talking about doing what feels good versus doing what we're supposed to do. Mm. Just tap into like yourself and know, just tap into yourself and trust, Mm -hmm. like make it, make a decision and trust it. Um, and with that means, I just want to highlight this because I could probably talk about this topic forever, but you don't have to justify it to mm-hmm. trust it. Like trust means not justifying it. Yes. Trust means not having to justify it to yourself mm-hmm. or anybody. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What are your final thoughts? I think the more you get to know who you are, um, yeah. the more it's easier to trust yourself because you'll know you'll feel when things are aligned. So on know get to know who you are and then honor yourself. Ooh, I love that. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. If you guys have any questions, feedback, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes and we will catch you all next week. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.